Well, blessed feast of Christmas, Epiphany, and New Year. I am Francis Gargani here at the Redemptors Provincial House in Washington, D.C. Honored to celebrate with you this great feast of the Epiphany. Here's my reflection. On this twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me the Feast of the Epiphany. This day is the primary feast of the coming of the Christ child to the world better preserved in our Eastern branch of Christianity. For the Epiphany celebrates the why of the mystery of the Incarnation. Why did God take on our flesh, become one with us? Why did God pitch God's tent among us why did God move into the hood? Why? So that all the world would come to know that God so loves the world. No surprise then that the word epiphany, it's a Greek word, and it means to open up, to make clear, to manifest, to disclose. It really is all about opening up or uncovering what was already there, but for all practical purposes, was hidden. In terms of our faith, it is the celebration of Christ making clear our true and authentic identity as the daughters and sons of God. Christ becoming one with us to manifest to us that we are made in the image of God, as our original story from Genesis of our scriptures affirms. Christ saves us by making clear to us that the very stuff we're made from and of is divine, reveals for us who we really are, what it truly means to be human, a divine reflection of God. And in the face of the worst of ourselves, Christ reveals the best of ourselves, speaking truth to power, rejecting the glamour of avarice and greed, living the very beatitudes he teaches. In other words, Christ came to save us by singing, by being the very love song of God, from his first breath to his last breath, from the wood of the crib to the wood of the cross. In the face of human pain and hopelessness, in the face of our interior blindness and obtuseness, in the face of systemic and individual evil, Christ in our flesh restores who and what we're really called to be, individually and collectively, the family of God's creation of holy communion, God's peaceable kingdom. So we humans, simply love epiphany stories that uncover us and creation at our best. From ugly duckling to beautiful swan, from Ebenezer Scrooge to wonderfully generous Mr. Scrooge, from the beast who when kissed that is loved is epiphanied as a handsome prince, from Cinderella of the cinders and dishpans to Cinderella epineoed as the most beautiful maiden of all, from the eaglet raised as a chicken to discovering she can fly like an eagle. All of that is epiphany.
Each of these stories echoes the primal yearning of every human heart to know that underneath it all, we are ultimately good. Again, our Genesis origin story indeed, that we are divine, our Christmas epiphany story. That's why we never tire of telling these stories over and over. They appear in every culture and in every age. We love epiphany stories of people who were perhaps once mired in drugs or alcohol, homeless, seeming failure, turn their lives around, become proud of not only their accomplishments, but proud to be themselves. That's why all the efforts of agencies, both religious and non-religious, that exist to restore people to their rightful dignity, their place at the table of life, are agencies of epiphany. Though I suspect most viewers wouldn't think of the multiple Emmy awarded series of this year, Schitt's Creek, as a Christmas epiphany story, including its producer and creators, the father-son team of the family of Levy's, it is my 2020 epiphany story of popular culture. On the surface, it's about a husband and wife, their adult daughter and son, who have come upon hard times, as it were, falling in disgrace from the lifestyle of the rich and famous to the dregs of ordinary people. Now living in a rundown 90-50s leftover motel in a seemingly godforsaken town to wit, Schitt's Creek, which is the only thing they now own to their surprise after losing their entire portfolio of video franchises and real estate. With only the clothes on their back, well, truth be told, wardrobes of one of a kind, incredible clothes, in endless number of luggage bags, they retreat, defeated and depressed, to this hole-in-the-wall, godforsaken spot on the earth. They are perfect examples of failed capitalism, castaways washed up on the shores of, well, nowheresville. But as the series progresses, as they go from one situation to another, often making fools of themselves with an incredible cast of town characters that evolve from caricature to beautifully drawn human beings, they become both incarnate and epiphanied before our very eyes. They evolve from outrageous caricatures to real flesh and blood relatable human beings. Their basic goodness wins out over the narcissism and utter self-absorption. And they receive and then give real authentic human feelings, compassion, genuine affection, caring, previously foreign to them, become their Bethlehem stars that illumine their authentic identity as irresistibly loving human beings. Love does it every time. It's why Christ came among us. Epiphany. Here's to our ongoing transformation, our Christification.
Blessed epiphany indeed. Amen.